So hello, everybody, and welcome to Water Wine Time. My name is Megan Weaver, love, life, and entertainment. So I have the beautiful and very talented Tiffany Phillips here. She's an actress. She's a triple threat, actress, singer, dancer, and can be seen on Workaholic, Soul Man, Charm, Nickelodeon's Double Dare 2000, and on the very huge and successful, talented, amazing show that everybody watches, Scandal. Scandal. Yes, I love it. So, and she's also from Maryland, guys. So, I'm from Maryland, or lived in Maryland, was born in Maryland, but now lives or grew up in Apple Valley. And since it is water, wine time, what did you choose, my friend? Oh, guess. Wine. Wine. Let's cheers to that. Cheers, always red. Cheers to that, yes. Well, uh, Andrew's Air Force Base, so that's where. Military brat. Mm -hmm. Mm. Oh, wow. Mm. I didn't know how good this wine was. He's got was. beer and pretzels. He's got beer and pretzels. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, we have wine. So. Where are my periscopers? What's up? What's I know up? They're, there. they're there somewhere. They're watching. Cheers. They're engaged. Texas fans in Texas. Yes, Texas. fans from Texas. Yes, <laughs> I love Texas. I've never been, but I want to go. So. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to Texas. Well, here we go. Cheers, Cheers to Cheers Texas. To Texas and Maryland and the person who has beer and pretzels. Um, oh. So we, uh, someone just said you are sexy, sex, sax, eh, okay. okay, talk about your scandal scene. I was see. Look, I love it when people ask the questions That's right Patricia. before I'm about to like ask it. So I'm. I love how we're on the same page because I did end with saying scandal. Yeah. So how, well, first of all, I want to say what was the phone call and how did you react when you found out? Hey, Tiffany. You're booked for scandal. <laughs> Where were you and what was that reaction? How did you react to find out you're on scandal? Well, I was in my apartment and I'm pretty sure... Uh, okay, somebody's asking you to kiss me on the lips. Uh, oh. Dude, this ain't that kind of no. periscope. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. But um, I'll blow you a kiss. Ah, thank Yay. you. Okay. But, um, okay, so I literally... Uh, I, I screamed so loud. I think my neighbors probably thought I was getting murdered. <laughs> They're like, um, are you okay over there? Because I had forgotten about it. I had auditioned for it weeks before. Mm -hmm. And then um, I just, you know, I thought I didn't get it. You didn't, I didn't hear anything. Mm -hmm. And it was my first time in that office. So honestly, mm -hmm. I was just grateful to be in the office. It didn't even matter. I was just so happy. And then I get this random call <laughs> that, you know, you've been pinned for scandal. So for those of you who doesn't don't know what pinned means, it means they put a pin in your in your headshot and you're up for the role. Uh, and so I flipped out over that. And then at, by the end of the day, I got the call that you booked the part. And yes, I screamed like it wasn't. No, and then I, I do recall getting down on my hands and knees and thinking, God, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank you, God. Thank you, God, because it was so, such an amazing. Uh, you know, accomplishment even you, you get one line on that mm -hmm. show that's a big deal it's a blessing so in, in every booking we as actors we know how hard we work to get mm -hmm. even one booking uh, you know when you actually book it it's amazing mm -hmm. and you, and you got it all praise to God I'm, I'm grateful and yeah that's that's what that's what happened I screamed very, you very said loud. you screamed and then you were like yes thank you I'm not sure uh. I'm not sure if my uh, manager the one who called me has hearing in his right ear uh. anymore I'm not sure because oh, you I actually apologize. called. Uh. <laughs> so when did you start acting? You're mm -hmm. asking me when I started acting. Uh, probably out of the womb. <laughs> Came <laughs> out. Getting... Put on a number. Um, probably professionally. Probably I went to my first acting class at um, 13 in, okay. in Hollywood, and that's kind of when the bug bit me. Uh, and yeah. Okay. okay how, this, how do you do that? This Wait. Is, oh, do let me that. show you. Boom. Wait. There. Uh. Okay, no, we missed I kind of want them to do it again. I'm going to show you how you can instantly block a mofo. Yeah. Okay, that's it. There we go. Here we Boom. go. Block it. Boom. Okay, what's going on? Oh, Come wait, on. do it. Boom. Do it. Boom. There. Yeah. All, All right. right. There we go. Oh, so you tap it. Yep. And then they it says like, oh, then it gives you an option to, mm -hmm. oh, we're blocking another person. That's it. Oh. Done and done. I enjoy your work as an actress, Tiffany. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, that, that, what, what were we talking about? Well, I want to say, first of all, thank you. We were waiting for someone to say something obnoxious. <laughs> yeah. Because so you're we always block it. This periscope where you're on live with people from all over the world, and that means crazy, idiotic, goofy people. So, yeah. But that's not saying anything about y'all, the mm -hmm. nice people that are 
actually uh, intelligent and have a brain and aren't trolling on on the internet. Mm-hmm. So we find you instantly and we'll just block you. Block yeah, so you highlight it and block it and that's Only it. positivity here. Yeah. Only positivity. And we're I, I tell we're people, not showing our tits. We're not going to make out. That's not this. That's not what uh, this Periscope is. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I love that plug. Thank you. And now <laughs> I know how to block people. I, I, I would just, just ignore her. it. I would ignore it and just let them keep going. So, and the title, you know, makes it very clear. It's entertainment and... For some people, entertainment I means a lot thought, of different things. Yes, but I said actress and I guess I don't take my mind there. Mm-hmm. I'm not thinking what their thing was and saying, you know, that kind of acting because I don't really qualify that as acting. Mm-mm. So, no, we're going to go ahead and, um, yes, Manchester. So, New Hampshire. We're going to go back and talk about the good things and what we're really here to talk about. Now that we um, had a couple people blocked. Yeah. Thank you for the hearts on my Periscope. Yes, thanks for that. If you are at happy hour right now on my Periscope, raise your glass. Raise your glass. Woo! Let us enjoy that happy hour where you are. Thank you for the hearts. Okay, okay. So So we did have a question over here. When did you begin to act professionally? Oh, okay. So I went to my first acting class at 13 professionally, probably Mm -hmm. when I moved to New York. I went to school in New York. And I started doing theater out there. So I'd say professionally when I was in New York around 19. Mm, Okay. Yeah. Because you also went to AMDA as well. Yes. And how do you feel like AMDA prepared you to work or to do things, to act professionally? Do you feel like there was a foundation there or was it mainly just training, you know, in, you know, in the skill of acting? Oh, uh, you know, AMDA, is, it was interesting because AMDA trained you uh, in uh, musical theater and uh theatrical not not really film and television i didn't okay. do much film hmm. film and television at amda it was mainly for theater so i learned a lot about theater and that's where my foundation is in the theater new york theater uh but it definitely gave me a more stable foundation i feel like i, I think some of the best actors are theater actors and so um I am grateful for that for that training. And I for me theater is always probably going to be my favorite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love being on camera, but there's nothing like hearing the the audience reacting to you, actually seeing the emotion on their faces and and getting the applause. Nothing beats mm-hmm. theater for me. Well, we just had um couple people that were leaving yours so thank you for tuning in they were saying love you they had to leave out so thank you for tuning in on Mm. that side and go back and um if you could repeat your question on mine i know there's a question just popped up but i wanted to acknowledge on that side um but i want to go back to scandal so now that you've had the phone call now that you're booked the job is yours Mm -hmm. um what is the next okay we're gonna go to that too thank you so what is it like now? You're showing up. You're on set. Mm-hmm. You're working. Yeah. So how was that experience working actually on Scandal? Well, uh, it felt surreal and exciting. Everybody was so wonderful on that on that set. I see why it's such a successful show because mm-hmm. everybody's very nice, humble. Uh, I was in the makeup room and Tony Goldwyn, who plays the president, comes in the makeup room and I'm like, oh, shit. Like, hey, oh, wait, just, you're here. Yeah, just be cool. Be cool. Yeah, I got right. this. Yeah, I'm here. I do this every day. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, he was so nice. Uh, Carrie Washington came into the room for just a split second with her cute little dog. And oh. she was just lovely and beautiful. And everybody was so kind. The crew is top notch. Uh, and it, it was a great experience seeing how a television show that's a hugely successful as that is, why it is so successful. Mm-hmm. And it was an honor and a pleasure getting to to be a part of it i hope i I hope i get the chance to come back on again and do another day that would be awesome you never know you never know you you got the you know your your foot's in the door yeah you know you've been there i'm in shondaland now you're in in shondaland i mean you've been there i've dipped my toe in you've dipped you had your ticket you've gone in you just want your seasons pass yeah hello hey seasons pass to shondaland just like every actor in hollywood pretty once pretty much wants that yeah i take my ticket can i get my ticket first I'll take my ticket to Shondaland. Right. And then I'll work my way to my season's pass. But yeah, that's how you start, you know. Now, what was it like when you got your first professional role? Let's rewind. And you saw yourself on TV. Uh, Oh, cool. Yeah. And that's why I did this podcast. So just a tidbit, just so you guys know on this side over here, I'm pointing, but you guys know over here. Um, 
my podcast talks to industry people, so you get to see them outside of their element of acting on a TV screen, on a movie screen, or if it's music, hearing them just with their music, you get to see the person. You get to know the inner workings of what they like and what they don't like. Um, <laughs> when you do... Uh, these things now do this oh okay we'll go to that i'm Thank not you. that big <laughs> i'm not that i haven't made it that far yet he's like do you have, do you have to disguise yourself i'm like ah, i'm not like julia roberts or anything i'm just barely i'm barely getting in the door right now it's just now starting to happen well i uh, think when that happens you'll have to get a hat collection yeah it's a baseball get some hat really collection dope sunglasses and just. sunglasses so whenever you see someone on my show that has a hat and sunglasses, you know they're huge. Yeah. And then you're like, who is it? And I'm like, they won't even know. Oh, hearts. Yay. Yes. Keep the hearts going. Oh, but for on this side on Tiffany's I know. Periscope, I only have two viewers left. Damn. Yeah. But maybe they'll come in. They're going to come in. Yeah. But uh, it's meganaweaver.podbean.com. So even if you guys are leaving out on this uh, Periscope, you can hear the rest of it next Monday. I'm not sure the date, but it's the following Monday. Not today, but tomorrow. So you can hear her full interview i know you guys have to leave go to work continue to turn up for happy hour we know so that's where you can hear the rest of it so cheers again can never drink enough wine that's how she stays looking fabulous <laughs> so, yeah i'm like this is how she stays amazing so she told me the key oh, is to drink wine so look I'm, who's talking i'm like i'm learning from the best here learning from the best but um yeah oh, you're welcome and so what were we saying uh what has been the best experience in your career I should take some of these notes down because he's asking some good questions. People are coming through really quickly and I want to make sure I don't lose them as you're answering. So what was the best experience in your career thus far? Oh, gosh. Uh, well, Scandal was pretty dang good. Mm-hmm. That was that was an amazing experience. Uh, I think one of the best experiences in my career thus far has actually been my one woman show. Mm-hmm. I have a one woman show called I Never Met a Jerk I Didn't Like mm-hmm. and to put yourself out there like that on a stage and where everybody's coming to examine you and it's all you and you don't have a, a cast to depend on uh, is brave for anybody that does a solo show. I feel like every actor should experience that at least once. Uh, I I wrote it and within a couple months we were we were on <laughs> and I was doing the show and my director was one of my best friends Janisha mm. Rios who had a very successful one woman show and I'm telling you I don't know if it would have happened without her going get your ass out there and do this show because I actually was like no wait a minute wait a minute oh wait a minute that the closer it got and the more real it became I started freaking out going whoa 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 hold on wait I don't know if I'm ready I think I need to do some tweaks I need to do some rewrites or when we were rehearsing well what if I'm the only one who thinks this is funny? <laughs> you know? yeah. What if we're just laughing, but the audience doesn't laugh? But it ended up being hugely successful for me. And I took it um, to New York. I did it off Broadway. And uh, when I people were laughing, not just laughing, they were laughing so hard. I had to hold. I mean, mm. I got a recognition, got nominated um, for the Audience Award in New York. And I mean, it was cathartic. And also very um, vulnerable because I was talking about my love life, my not so perfect love life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you had to be really real and authentic putting yourself out there like that. And the more authentic you are, the more people relate to you, the more people, uh, I don't know, just they, they gravitate towards authenticity. I think we all know that. And mm-hmm. so that I feel was a big, um, big accomplishment mm-hmm. in my career. Mm. Yeah, thus far. I would imagine because if you're being, it's a one woman show. I feel like that is, that's your baby. That's my baby. That literally is your baby because that is your one woman show. You know, as opposed to like Scandal, you know, uh, let's see. I'm trying to read both of them. So thanks on that side. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in. But um, yeah, that's like your child because, you know, when you do other people's projects, when you do the scandal, when you do workaholics, when you do, you know, the double dare, you know, those things are other people's projects. And yeah, they are great and you have fun. But that's like your thing, you know, Germany. Hi, Germany. Hello. Hi. (laughs) Yes. Um, Oh, wait. So going back, I know we kind of got tuned away or pulled back. But what was it like when you first saw yourself with your first professional gig? On hmm. TV, you see yourself, and it's like that's me. Oh, okay. You guys are gonna laugh at this. Uh oh. Um, <laughs> I was on a television show. I don't know if any of you have heard this, but I was very young. Like my, it was my very first 
gig ever and I was so green and so happy to be there but it was the show called Sheena with Gina Lee Nolan Mm. and the the episode was called Divas of the Jungle and I was a diva I was one of the bikini like it was three uh, guest stars and uh, we were in bikinis like Mm -hmm. a majority of the episode and so the first time that I I watched it I was with my family it was my first big TV gig Mm -hmm. and um when I was in the living room with my mom, my my brothers who are mm-hmm. both older than me, and I just remember mm-hmm. like freaking out, seeing myself on camera, going, "This is so cool! Oh my god!" And then, <laughs> and then my brothers going, "Jesus, put some clothes on, put some clothes," because oh. you know my brothers You're wearing just, a bikini. Yeah, they couldn't stand looking at their little sister running around on on. TV and her little bikini and they were like you need to put some clothes on I I got a lot of this a lot of (laughs) because you're watching this with your family (laughs) yeah it was it was hilarious it was hilarious I can't even imagine them seeing who knows one day I might have to kiss somebody or do a sex scene on TV you know that it happens I don't even know if they'd be able to watch it they couldn't come see my one woman show because I was talking about dating and sex and boyfriends that I've had they couldn't uh, they couldn't come see the show they don't man uh, brothers uh, little sisters to their big brothers are virgins forever <laughs> they just yeah. they can't even picture you doing anything like that but then Same even your parents you know, so even your parents are just like oh wow no I can't think of you as anything dealing with sex like we can't think about I know I can't think about my parents in sex mm-hmm. no. no even though that's how we got here exactly I'm like I wouldn't be here unless they did but that's like that's <laughs> something else I don't want to uh, oh. oh thank you I know thank like, you. Oh, she's gonna wait you're singing today are you singing on here no <laughs> yesterday I was doing karaoke and singing journey oh, see. nice that must have been very interesting doing um, yeah I, I, I saw we'll, something we'll, about Will Smith oh wait okay I tried to read it as quickly Will as Smith I could. is chiming in. What up, Will? I'm what like, up, Will? 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 Will What's you up? Hook your girl up with a movie roll. No, I'm like, wait a minute, Will? Are you watching this? <laughs> you officially have your Ojo Girl. See you later, Tiffany. Okay, bye, Patricia. Yes. Bye. Bye. Thank you for watching. <laughs> I love you, too. She's awesome. Yes. So She's an actress, too. I want to see that question again, because I was like, I, re- I was reading most of it, and then I saw Will Smith, and I was like, Will? Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Uh, okay, so now we've uh, your parent, your mom has seen you. Your mm-hmm. your brother's like covering up his eyes, not trying to see you, yeah. and all that stuff. Do do do. Oh, when did you feel comfortable in your own skin being in this business? Because you know, with Hollywood, they always try to say you need to be a little bit this, you need to be a little bit more of that. When mm. did you say, you know what? Or are you still on that journey? I got to be honest with you. I, I think I'm still on that journey. I don't mm. know if I'm quite so comfortable yet. Mm-hmm. I. Uh, I know that I'm kind of expected to be a lot of different things. Bye. Um, And sometimes in this business, as you know, they try to put you in a box Mm -hmm. and I don't really fit in a box. I -hmm. don't really uh, even even with my ethnic background, people Mm -hmm. don't really know since I've been since I started acting. They don't really know where to place me, Mm -hmm. what box to put you in. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, it's just it's it's one of those things Mm -hmm. where. Uh, you just have to love and, and trust yourself enough. I, I think I'm working on the trusting of myself mm-hmm. uh, in this in this whole business because sometimes we tend to seek out outside validation. How many bookings I get? How you know this and that? And that's really not that important. It's how we're feeling about ourselves. And once we get to that place, that's when the bookings really start rolling in. Yep. And do you do you? I'm just yeah. doing me. Yeah, because I've been told with a past manager or just certain people. You know, in the industry, you're not black enough. Oh yeah, I, you, you know, I haven't heard that. That's what I'm saying. I've been told you're never going to play a black role. I'm like, yeah. really? Oh, okay. Because yeah. I've played black roles before. I've played a lot. I've played black. I've played Latin. I've played Native American. Mm-hmm. I've played Asian on Mortal Kombat. My name was Maylin. Okay, listen, <laughs> Maylin. Don't get any more Asian than Maylin. Exactly. Okay? <laughs> but I, at this point in my career, I'm, I'm like, whatever you want me to be. Just book me. I just want to act. I want to perform. And, you know, you want me to be Japanese? I'll be Japanese. Let's do it. Yeah. (laughs) But at the end of the day, you know what I've told my manager, and I think the same thing reigns, you know, true for you. You can't change 
what you look like. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't. Well, some people do. Yeah, like so you could. They you can know? do their nose, do all that stuff. Yeah, we could do the plastic surgery. We don't do that. Um, no, I'm not doing that because at the end of the day, you were made this way, and I was made this way for a reason. That's right. So, and I can't change the texture of my hair. Um, oh, would you love to work with Will Smith one day? Totally. Yeah, yes. who's saying no to that? Yeah. Who's like, no, Will, no. <laughs> so if you know Will, tell him you know two people. Pass on. Pass it <laughs> on. You know, so just put that out there. Um, but yeah, so you think it's like an ongoing, ongoing I journey? I think it's an ongoing journey, just in this business and in life in general. Mm-hmm. Um, to say that, yeah, I'm totally comfortable in my skin, I'd be lying. I think there's moments when I am and moments when I'm not. Mm-hmm. I think that's human and normal. Very true. Now, with your agent, because uh, Will Smith wants you to work with you one day. Yes, no plastic surgery. I for hear me. that. I ain't either. got no, to- no time for that. Ain't so, no, no, anybody I mean, got time for that? Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> no, if you do, I'm not going to judge you, you know, but everybody has their own journey. I believe in being that I was made this way, and I think you believe the same thing as well. Like, you Amen. know, you're born this way for a reason. Accept it, love it, embrace it. Yes. But we do, like you said, you have those days where it's like, oh. I don't like this about me today, mm-hmm. but it happens. It's normal. It's human. But at the end of the day, don't go and spend thousands, thousands of dollars because ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time mm-hmm. or money for that. Oh, uh, yeah. Unless you are, you know, somebody like a Kim Kardashian or somebody who's very, very rich and can afford to do those things. I'm not saying she does those things. I'm just saying if you yeah. got money like that and you want to do that, more power to you. Then do you. Do you. Do you. Do you. Um... Thank you. Yeah. You have a nice one, too. Um, How many hours do you put into acting? Okay, that's a good question. Uh, So how many hours do you put into this business? So when you're not working, like when you're off or doing something, how many hours do you think that you put into yourself and put into the business? Oh, you could totally interview me one day. (laughs) There you go. Another interview lined up. Yeah. I can't, I don't know if I sit there and count how many hours, let's just say how many years have I put into acting? (laughs) Yeah. Or that too. Or like Like, when you have your downtime. I couldn't even sum it up and, and, uh, you know, it depends on if I have an audition or if I'm studying something or if I'm doing a play. Uh, I I don't know if I, if there's a set amount and I, and I don't sit there and like, okay, let me practice every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, my practice is when I get an audition or if I'm rehearsing or, or any, maybe I should, maybe I should pull out a script and start just rehearsing every day some people do that mm-hmm. uh but but i don't but it doesn't hurt <laughs> but you're still doing stuff you're working on stuff when it totally. comes up so it's not like you're just being stagnant no not at all yeah yeah um, it's not even possible are you, oh we are drinking a stella rosa in a day oh uh, so it's stella rosa mm-hmm. i'm not sure the brand but stella rosa stella rosa there oh you yeah so the Boom. bottle there Boom. you go Stella Rosa. It's really good, too. I'm enjoying this wine. Uh, Sometimes I lose my train of thought. I'm trying to keep this going here. Yes, Mm. yummy, yummy. Oh, okay. So going back to the agents. I know the agent is like, can be... uh, Oh, okay. I guess they're... Oh, blog shop. Oh, he's got got a blog. Oh, okay. Well, hit me up. I'm going to miss that because that just kind of comes in and disappears. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I know. So, well, if you're watching towards the end, well, well, you can screenshot it. Post it again and we'll screenshot it. Well, well, yeah. Yeah, once that pops Or up. I'll just replay it. Oh, that's true. You can replay it and then see that come up. Yeah. Okay. Now, the uh, your submissions and getting auditions through Scandal and just your auditions in general, do you feel like you're pulling teeth with your agent? Do you feel like you have a good relationship with your agent now? And how do you think you got to that place well, with fun, that relationship? Funny, I don't have an agent. I actually have two managers, mm-hmm. and I have a great relationship with them. And they're kind of a new management company. It's two men, and uh, because they're a smaller management company, they put a lot of uh, focus on me. Mm. And so I'm grateful for that. I mean, I feel like if I was in some big, you know, CAA type company at this point in my career, I would just kind of get lost in the shuffle. Uh, so I have a, I, I'm very lucky and fortunate to have a management team that really believes in me and, and gets me mm-hmm. and, uh, they submit me and they get me in the door. So super grateful for that. Uh, build trust until your managers that you have. Okay. So how do you build the trust in that relationship? You know, obviously when you have that first meeting, Hey, you know, this is me, this is you. Okay. But now how do you build that relationship. What's interesting is because one of my managers was actually a friend 
I met him when he was working at my old agency, and then he left that agency and started his own management company. So the trust was kind of already there. We had mm-hmm. built a friendship. Uh, and I, I would say as long as they're they're with you and they're supporting you, that builds your trust. If, you're, if they're I'm submitting you, if you're... that, and I'm going to screenshot it. There you go. So you have that. We got that. you. We got it. Thank you. Um, if they're with you and they're supporting you and they're getting you out, that bu- that builds your trust. If you're with a management company, you're just sitting on your ass and you're not getting out. It doesn't make you really trust them very much. Like, mm-hmm. are you doing anything to help me with my career? So, yeah. <laughs> now, what about, I know we've talked about the best project and the things you're most proud of, but you always have a project that you're like, ah, oh, I got to go to set and I don't feel like going. Oh, gosh. You know, or this project, I don't, this person, I don't have a joy in working with them. You know, oh, thank you. You know, you you always, there's those projects that have those people, because not everyone is a pleasure and a joy to work with. Not asking for names, but those situations where, you know, on set, there was a diva, a divo, or a director where there was like some sort of tension Okay, that's tough. Uh, I I will say this is good to know that you don't have a lot where you're like, ooh, I don't remember this time and this time and this time. I'm pretty laid back and easygoing, and I get along with most everybody I work with. Um, But I think there was, I'm not even going to name the show or the person, but Mm -hmm. there was a a time when I was a co-star on a show, and one of the series regulars wasn't the most nice, accommodating person, and, Mm -hmm. and, and... Almost as if they were like almost hating on you or something. And it's like, look, mm. I'm the co-star. You're the series regular. I'm not trying to take anything. <laughs> like, like your like, spot is already secure. You're good. I can't you're be good. I can't be where you, you know are. I mean? Like in this position. It was a weird, uncomfortable kind of feeling. And other people mm. noticed it. You said, kill them with kindness. Uh, you know, going, are you, are you, are you notice this? And I'm like, you know what? I'm not even going to acknowledge it because mm-hmm. it's a waste of time. So, oh, thank you. <sighs> Uh, I, it's, yeah, you just, you just kind of, I just kind of stayed in my lane and I did me and was like, all right, you know, I, I can't, I'm not going to take on somebody else's negativity. I'm, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be working. And I just kept focusing on the positive in that moment. Cause that's really all you can do. Mm-hmm. But if you get wrapped up in it and you're like, why is this person acting like a bitch to me? I didn't do nothing to her. Mm-hmm. Then it may mess with your performance. So exactly. I just kind of stayed in my lane. And then at the end, it, everything worked out and it was cool. But it was just this weird uh, tension that, that I didn't even, I didn't understand it. I'm like, what, it, what is this? Mm-hmm. I didn't do but, nothing to you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good for you. Don't let that. Um, oh, yeah, you can't. Yeah. You know, they were just saying, don't let that person drag you down, you know? Um, I'm into that. Let's see. When you were acting, what was there a time that you wouldn't like the part? Um, well, I guess, was there ever a role that you didn't enjoy? I guess that was the question. When you didn't like a part? A role that I didn't like. Huh. Huh. Uh, uh. I can't think of a role that I didn't, you know, where I, where I was sitting there saying, oh, I don't even want to go and do this. Because I think I, I personally, I wouldn't submit for it. Yeah. I don't even I wouldn't, think. Yeah. I wouldn't consider it. The only type of role I think I would feel that way over is a role that was I felt was going to degrade me in any yeah, way. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Anybody else? Um, so yeah, I haven't felt that way about a role, and I hope I don't ever yeah. feel that way. Well, because the thing is, at least from my point of view, whenever I'm playing a role, you can't judge them. You know, you can't judge the I character. Have Dis- I have this thing on do not disturb, and someone's calling me, and it still goes on. <sighs> Hilarious. And it's like you don't want to press decline because then it's like, oh, she's sad, but hot. Oh my god! I know. It's I was thinking that too. <laughs> we could turn. Let's see if I can turn the air. Let's see. I'll do that. She's turning on the air. Yeah, turning on the air. That's a fun little. You know. Okay, that's a little commercial break. Hopefully that'll kick. Oh, I hear it. Okay. Yes, thank you. Yes, hopefully that kicks in. Over here, busting, breaking a sweat. I know. But um, our, uh, let's see where. Oh. Trying to get back on there. Uh, where was I? Where was I? Where was I? Um, it's funny how I, I've been doing good keeping my train of thought here. Mm-hmm. You know, by multitasking. Oh, oh, it's 50 degrees there. So it's, 
You, oh, in New York. You know what? It's funny. I'm, I looked at the temperature because I'm going to North Carolina, and oh. it's going to be in the low 40s. Oh, have fun with that. So, oh. yeah, I have to pack for that. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun, packing, you know, for good grace. Oh, this is what it is. Okay, casting. Here we go. Okay. We are going to cast. You're going to cast. Okay. Your dream, let's say, film or TV show with the cast. Okay. Who do you want to work with? This is your part. You're starring you. So bump the other person. Now you are the star. Who is your co-star? Who are you like supporting roles? Everybody else that's in this show or this film. Sorry, autocorrect. Oh, man. People you want to work with. Oh, man. Uh, There's so many. Uh, Well, Forrest Whitaker. Okay. I would love to work with Forrest Whitaker, uh, Meryl Streep. Hello. Mm-hmm. He doesn't work with Meryl Streep. Um, let's see. Forrest Whitaker, Mer- Meryl Streep. I've always been a big fan of Leonardo DiCaprio. I've okay. always felt like he's, you know, he's never won any Academy Awards or anything, which I fi- think is Poor just thing. unreal. But he's such a, a good actor. I've always loved his work. Uh, I w- would choose Leonardo. Um, you know, Judd Apatow, I'm a big comedy girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so That's a good one. It would be fun to be in a Judd Apatow uh, movie. He doesn't really have any female leads that are ethnic in any of his films, if you know what I mean. But mm-hmm. I would love well, to be casting it. We're his, doing it. his first. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, hey. Oh, we saved the wine. We saved the wine. Um, so... Yeah, that would be cool to be in a Judd Apatow film or, or Quentin Tarantino. Mm-hmm. I'm all into that action. Like, I would love, my dream role would be, I know this sounds crazy, but to be uh, an Uma Thurman in Kill Bill. Just mm. that femme fatale warrior. That that Because that, it's so far removed from who I am. Just come out kicking ass. Actually, a role that I have coming up in February that I can't even talk about is similar to that. So I am kind of getting to live out a little bit of a dream. Uh, But that would be great. So, yeah. Oprah. I know she's doing... She does her movies and... And she'd be great to work with. Uh, Who would who wouldn't want to work with Oprah? Um, So, yeah, those are a few. Mm. I wanted to show you this picture, but... She's showing me something. Yeah. Of course, it's like probably at the very end. Of what I'm posting. Um, okay. So, yeah, I don't know why, but as I'm pulling up these pictures, or this picture, it comes up at the very end. It's like a recent picture, too. But, why? <laughs> so, when you are not, as I'm looking for this, because I feel like this is going to be the last picture. Um, actually, maybe check and make sure this temperature is on. <gasps> Just to double check. Maybe because I have a it is another commercial break but yeah commercial break <laughs> commercial break okay so oh Denzel Washington I'd love to work with Denzel Washington uh, that's another one um yeah so oh if you're when you're not doing any oh there we go it came up so Yay. came up so when you're not acting in your spare time what do you love to do well, I've spent I just this past weekend I was with my family. I'm a big family girl, mm-hmm. uh, so any chance I get to spend with my family, I was celebrating my mother's 70th birthday. My oh, mother turned mom. 70, so uh, I was spending time with her and my brother in San Pedro. Um, I like to hike. I love working out. Believe it or not, mm-hmm. like classes. I'm a class girl, so I'll go to some good classes. That's how we met? Hiking. Yep, yep. I'm a writer. I like to write in my spare time. Generally, theater type stuff. I'm writing a web series right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm, I'm all about Netflix. I'm a big documentary watcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most recent one I saw was the Nina Simone story. Oh, how was that? Was I didn't so see. good. Really? I highly recommend it. To everybody, see this movie. She was a phenomenal talent, um, but you know m- most people didn't know about these hidden demons that she was dealing with, mm. uh, and it really sh- shed a light on well mental illness because you find out that she had a she was dealing with a, a mental illness most of her life. A lot of people didn't know that, and mm. uh, it was just really uh, a touching, inspiring, heartbreaking, all of the moving story on mm. one of our greatest 
uh, female singers. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I so have to check that out. Yeah. So I'm a documentary watcher. I'm a nerd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like documentaries. Yeah. Too. I think all, everybody should watch a documentary here and there. You know, yeah. you learn from it. Totally. You learn things about stuff that you wouldn't learn in your everyday lives. You know. Mm-hmm. Now, what about a special skill? Mm, special skill. Yeah. Um, or a hidden talent. If you were in America's Got Talent, what are you going to do? Can't do anything acting. You can't sing. You can't dance. Huh. Well, I actually like rollerblading. Oh, okay. I can't do that. I can I'm pretty skate. good at it, too. I mean, I'm, good. I'm not doing no tricks or anything like that. I'm You're not, not on, like, rollerblade bounce. Yeah. There's roll bounce. Nothing like that, but I, I actually enjoy rollerblading. I like it. I'm pretty good at it. Uh, but to go on America's Got Talent and be like, look at my rollerblading skills. Watch, look, look watch me rollerblade in a straight line. <laughs> yeah. Woo, that's me. That's yeah. me. They said they would fall. And that's, I would fall. I've rollerbladed. My parents actually bought me for Christmas rollerblades. Oh, okay. And I lasted about 15 minutes. Ah. And I fell. I was going down the driveway and it was like, yeah, boom. Yeah, it's boom. Not, not for everybody. It's not. And I can ice skate, but that's pretty much it. If you have the opportunity to change something in the world, what would it be? Oh, hmm. I like that. So many things. Hmm. Uh, I would definitely change. I would. I almost feel like I would just take guns Ugh. and make them non-existent in the world because I feel like too many people have died in the hands of, of gun violence. And it's, it's, it's as if I, I just don't even want them to exist. I just want them gone, but that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. I know sometimes guns are used to protect. Um, but when, obviously when it gets into the wrong hands, so many innocent lives are lost. I would just, I, I would guns, I would take out hate because mm-hmm. where there is violence with guns, it's, there's generally some hate Somebody who's filled with hatred, I would take that. Poverty, Mm -hmm. I'm tired of seeing people sick and and hungry on the streets. This is, we live in a country and a world that has so much money and enough to go around. So for people to be on the streets without a home, without a roof over their head, uh, without food in their mouths, it's just, it's, it's, Mm -hmm. it's heartbreaking. So yeah. those are some things that I would change. If I could, if I could just wave a wand and make all of that better, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> I would. But unfortunately, I, like I cannot. <laughs> yeah, I like that question. That's a good one. That is a good to, one. I have to add that. Good um, question. Yeah, thank you for that. Um, so what motivates you to work in this business? You know, there are the ups and downs of being in this business, but what strives you to keep going? For me, I genuinely love acting. It's been an outlet for me. Before I knew I was an actress, I was mm-hmm. a little girl and I was performing. I also like bringing joy into people's lives. I am the person that will, you know, crack jokes to if somebody's having a bad day, I'm, I'll be the one who will start cracking some jokes to make you feel better. And I feel like with theater, people think that act, actors are kind of self-absorbed and most Sometimes. most are, but there is a and that it's a um, selfish Profession, But if you think about it, it really isn't. We're giving back to people uh, entertainment, laughter. We're making them feel something. We're we're moving people. How many of us remember our our favorite movie, the first movie we ever saw? My first movie I ever saw in a movie theater was E.T. I remember crying, and I I didn't feel, I never felt emotion like that. I was only three years old, but I remember when E.T., uh, I thought he was going to die. I damn near had a breakdown. My mom had to console me. <laughs> but it's where my compassion started developing. And and these are that's the power of being an artist or an actor. We have the power to inspire, to move people. So it's not as self-absorbed and selfish as people think it is. Mm-hmm. And that is a motivating factor for me. I would love one day for people to look at me and go, man, I, I need a good laugh today. Oh, let me watch Tiffany on this television show. She, I always feel good after I see her. Oh, she makes me laugh or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That would be a dream come true for me to make somebody feel, uh, just feel something, anything mm-hmm. uh, outside of their daily grind. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, you're I'm fine. Holding, I'm holding her oh. hand now. She's <laughs> like, feel it's okay. It's okay. Feel good. <laughs> now, I know... People, when you say watch something, watching you on TV, making you making them laugh, do you feel like comedy 
is your favorite or do you have a favorite style or comedy's always been my favorite mm-hmm. i'm just i'm just a jokester naturally through and through i'm a dork uh but i feel like i get cast in a lot of drama mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't but i love drama too yeah but it's it's easier for me to be funny but to go to this crying place i got to kind of work work for that you got to uh, dig deeper yeah, yeah and that's okay mm-hmm. and I, and i found out that I'm pretty good at crying on cue, and I'm more dramatic than I thought. I think it's people that are the funniest or that are comedians tend to have the most, uh, that, that can really go to a deep, dark place drama-wise. You ever notice that? It's very Some true. Some of the best comedians out there, when you, like Robin Williams, when he was, um, you know, all we saw of Robin Williams was his comedy. He's so funny, he's so funny, he's so funny. And then when he came out, what, oh, I'm trying to think of the mov- first movie that he came out with. Uh, where he was doing a dramatic role. I think it was with Matt Damon. Or was it... Yeah, I'm not sure the name. I'm not sure. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember the Good name. Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill yes. Hunting. And he was just so good in this dramatic role. No, nobody knew that he had that in him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think comedy's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, but they say that a lot about a stand-up comedians that have that. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes the best stand-up comedians have the deepest and darkest places or yeah. certain things that they go through, but they just don't express it because their outlet is being funny. Yeah, comedy and pain kind of go yeah, it's hand, kinda in hand. hand in hand. It's so true. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I know that emotions play a big part of roles. How has it been for you to make it possible on set? Make my emotions come out on set? I'll make it, uh, I think that's what it is. How to make it your emotions come out. Uh, well, I put myself... Depending on what the role is, uh, I I just kind of put myself in that situation. I'm not a, really a method actor. I don't sit there and try to imagine something that happened to me to make me cry. I literally, like, will become that person. Mm-hmm. I just have to feel like I, I played this character in da- Daughter of Fortune. It was a 1950s period film about this 1940s film star who was passing for white. And uh, she was like the Marilyn Monroe of her day. Mm. She finds out her sister past and she has to go back and confront her demons from her family that she basically left and abandoned at a very young age and i i'd say in half of that movie i was crying like every other wow. scene was tears tears you know and i remember looking at the script going Whoo, oh god okay like, this is heavy be ready tiffany be ready but for some reason when they hit the camera i just for, i was on set and i i felt like her I felt her pain I felt what she was going through and it wasn't hard mm. to go there mm-hmm. uh, but you also can't go there in the first take you got to kind of save it a little bit for the close-up that's a little, another little thing mm-hmm. I learned that the hard way <laughs> you let it out and they're like yeah. oh, go again and you're like what <laughs> the very the very first time I did a dramatic role on film and I was new I, I uh, it, it was a crying role and I was crying and emotional and it was the uh the, not even the close-up. It was like uh, the... It was a wide shot? The, or was it the two-person shot? It was the just... wide shot or something, but uh... I just... They said action. I'm like, oh, let me do... It. So by the time it got to my close-up, I didn't have any tears left. <laughs> You're like, from where? You're like, can't you zoom in from the, the wide? And they're like, no. They're like, uh, you know, because you kind of gave it all up in the first... You, you know, you don't do that, right? I'm like, well, nobody told me that. <laughs> But I, I learned that the hard way. But we shot it again, and I was ready. But I had to take a minute. You had to take to adjust and get it back up. Yeah, that's, these are the things you learn. The more you work as an actor, you learn this stuff. So save your tears save for them. the close-up, because you don't want to give everything out in the wide shot, the medium shot, the close-up. Yep. Give them all that emotion in the eyes. Because if you do it then, then you're going to be dried up. And then makeup's going to have to come back in and retouch you up and do all that stuff. So Pretty close-up, close-up. Close-up. There's your lesson of There's the day. Lesson. There's a lesson to that. I'm teaching lessons. Hey. Little nuggets. Look at you, teacher. Wine lesson. Wine lessons. Cheers. All right. Yes. Mm. It's happy hour. It's like really deep in a happy hour right now. This happy hour starts at three. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it's three o'clock and we're well into three. So yeah, that's what we're doing right now. That's right. Mm-hmm. Hey. So what are some of your favorite movies? Favorite movies and shows? 
The Godfather. Mm-hmm. Uh, Breaking Bad was mm-hmm. one of my favorite shows. Mm-hmm. Six Feet Under was my all-time favorite show back in the day when Six Feet Under was on HBO. I was sad when that went off the air. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Uh, Lauren Ambrose. All those actors, they just killed it. Every single episode, I was so addicted. And then I got addicted to Breaking Bad. Uh, my latest addiction... It's funny. You said addicted to Breaking yeah. Bad. I'm like, because huh, exactly. I was addicted into drug show. Yeah, it is. Exactly. That's how people... You felt like this with Breaking Bad. You I did. You couldn't wait for the next episode. Like, I had to go home like when I was out I was like yeah. I have to come back and watch Breaking Bad yeah I was like I gotta mm-hmm. go I gotta go I binge watched uh, the last season on Netflix and then oh speaking of binge watching on Netflix um, and drug shows <laughs> Narcos I really like Narcos she likes I a lot of drug really shows. like drug shows <laughs> and I don't do drugs don't, no drugs no drugs just watch the drug shows uh, I really like Narcos uh, the Amy Schumer show hmm, okay um if you have not seen that on Comedy Central, mm-hmm. it is the funniest part of my language shit. I mean, I binged watch that. Hilarious mm-hmm. show. Uh, let's see. What else? What else? What? Okay. Favorite movies. Okay. Uh, Color Purple is one of my favorite movies. Uh, okay. <laughs> Boomerang, actually. <laughs> I used I mean, to kind of love that. It's yeah. a classic. I was a kid when I saw that, but I freaking loved. Mm-hmm. Uh, would I ever do a, yeah, do a scary movie? Heck yeah. Uh, it's, gosh. It's, did I say The Godfather? Yeah. Yes. I, I like mob. I like mob movies like mm-hmm. you know Casino and Goodfellas. Like those are some of my favorite movies. I uh, just oh my gosh. Okay, so favorite movie. My mom, me, my mom and I. Our favorite movie together was the whole Back to the Future trilogy. Oh. That was like our mother daughter thing. So we went to see every single Back to the Future in the movie theater. So Back to the Future and all the Back to the Futures, but the original one really mm-hmm. is one of my. Very favorite movies of all time. Did you rewatch it for like the in like what was it October? Yeah, you rewatched it on oh, totally. Back to the Future Day. And yeah, it was okay. fun. Uh, kid, kid, like from my childhood, Never Ending Story was my favorite, mm-hmm. and I will still watch that. Never Ending Story and Labyrinth. I actually mm-hmm. own those two movies, and. Believe it or not, one of my favorites, and this isn't even, a, I don't know if it's a movie, but Eddie Murphy Raw yeah. <laughs> was what made me want to do comedy. Mm. Um, I was 13 when I saw that. Probably should not have been seeing it. It's okay. And it's my mom let me, and I could recite, I watched it so much that I could recite the whole thing. Wow. <laughs> it was a good one. I could re- I would go to school and I'd go oom foo foo and I'd do all the, you know, Eddie, I want half. I used to do, I used <laughs> Eddie, to imitate him. Half. Oh my God, I'd imitate him and everything. I just didn't have that red leather suit the that he was le- wearing. Oh, you know he was hot. He was, uh, he, he looked hot. This was back when Eddie was my king, gosh, man. My was hot. But you were, like temperature, uh, yeah. like sweating hot. If I had that on right now, I'd be sweating. Like I just we ran would, a marathon or we something. We would be melting. Yeah. But yeah, Eddie Murphy, Raw, one of my favorite movies mm-hmm. of all time. I know. I love it. At 13, you At 13. It. Mm-hmm. Mom's like, yeah, baby, this is going to be a classic. You need to watch it. Mm-hmm. She was speaking it out there. She was like, I know it's going to help my child yeah. when she gets older. Comedy will be in her jeans. I don't know. That's probably what she was thinking. My comedy roots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yep. thank you, Mama, for letting her watch it, you know, because it's instilled those comedy genes inside of you. I insisted. I don't think she really had a choice. I really wanted to see it. <laughs> yeah. So she was like, okay, well, whatever. I'm going to let you watch it. Now, I know they had mentioned a scary movie or would you ever do it? Yeah. I've never done a scary movie, but I'm thinking if you did it, do you think you'd ever come home and be scared or... Or think like... I don't know. I've never done you, it. I don't know. You know? Because I'm thinking like paranormal activity, like that kind of show or that kind of movie, you know, where certain things are like moving around the house. I don't know if I would do one like that. Okay. First of all, you know that movie, The Exorcist? Yeah. And you, you know, you read stories back in the day about half of that cast was killed and the crew oh, and no. freak mm. accidents were happening to them. Like, I don't know if I'd want to do something like Mm-mm. that. Maybe something fictional like a you know Marlon Wayans scary movie that kind uh, of thing yeah but you know something where you're dealing with the like a paranormal or or the devil or or like you know just anything like that I don't I don't know if I'd feel comfortable doing yeah, that because then you come home and then it's just kind of you're like yeah I'm, uh, it's like did the chair just move <laughs> right what is that the couch move to the TV move I don't know something's moving right. but at the same time I know I'm divinely protected so I of don't course. really work wouldn't worry too much about it but mm-hmm. I just oh, it would probably just give me the creeps yeah mm-hmm. now of course we've touched on the uh Life. We've touched on our entertainment. Now, my podcast has a third category of love. Oh. <laughs> love, love, love. Let's see those hearts for love. Yes, yeah, see those hearts for love. Give me some hearts. I know we got 
a couple people still watching. Yay. Yes, hearts for love. Love, love, love. love. So that's what I think about love right now. <laughs> She's like, screw your love. Screw love. No, I'm so sorry. I take it that you're single. Oh, God. I mean, where would you ever get that idea? So maybe um, these hearts, I mean, you know, we never know who's watching or listening when this is released, you know? Oh. Um, so how do you feel about dating and being in this business? Huh. Like, do you think it's something that you want to do? Do you're like, ah, screw it. If it happens, it happens. What are your thoughts? I think I've gotten to the point where I've said, oh, screw it. If it happens, it happens. Um, but I am, I'm a person that's actually used to being in a relationship. And this is like the mm-hmm. first time in a long time that I have been single or like, like it's been a long time of me being single. Mm-hmm. I've been dating, but I'm not crazy about anybody. Uh, and it's just been a little challenging like, like mm-hmm. I say how my career is just flourishing and all these great things are happening and my love life is kind of non-existent. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, what love life? Who has that? <laughs> what, like, what is that? that? I don't even know what it is. going here. Love life's like, where are you? Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's not that I don't have men that are, oh, hey, I want to take you. It's just that nobody is um, making me excited to go out on a date with them mm-hmm. or... What would go first for you, goals or hubby? Well, I would like to, it'd be great to have both, but right now Mm -hmm. it's my goals. That's what, that's what would, that's what's, what's coming first right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm obviously the hubby is going to come after that. Afterwards. If it comes. Mm -hmm. No, I'm sure it will. I, I, I think I might be a little, uh, I don't know if I am picky or I, I don't, and I also don't call people back. It's this funny, weird thing where it's like, here I am single, but I'm acting like I'm unavailable because I don't like, I'll get a text or can I take you out? And I just don't return the call. I don't return the text. And it's like, how did my mom was saying this? She's like, how do you expect to meet anybody if you don't ever return a phone call or a text? I just wasn't really all that interested. So I'm waiting for the person that's going to make me go, ooh, I really want to really spend some time with you. I want to get to know this person. And I, and I believe it will all happen mm-hmm. in God's timing. And um, would I date someone in the same business? I have a lot. And <laughs> I'm single. <laughs> and I'm single. <laughs> I'm not saying I wouldn't do it again. I'm not saying I wouldn't do it again. Really, I, I'm not going to say anything like, oh, uh, I don't, I'm not going to date a person who's this tall. I'm not going to date a person who's this. I'm just opening mm-hmm. myself up to anything and whoever I have a chemistry with and uh, who stimulates me, not just physically and, and, and but emotionally and spiritually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's who I feel like that's my soulmate. That's who that's going to be. And we'll see. We'll see who he is or where he He's is. He's going to be pretty freaking amazing. I have a feeling because um, God's really making me wait for him. Be a, what would be a great date for you? That's if you text back the person. Ah, exactly. <laughs> I know. So I need to work on date? this. I need to work on this. Uh, oh, oh wait, that's another, another one. one. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wait, there we go. Yes. Blocking the boobies. I blocked the boobs. We're blocking you. Okay, (laughs) so, um, what did you, oh, what did he say? What would my ideal Uh, ideal date? date. Uh, Yeah, ideal date. I would love for a guy to come up with something different other than just dinner, drinks, a movie. Mm. I would love for somebody to come up with something unique and original, Mm. like, uh, I'm going to take you to the beach and we're going to watch a movie on, you know, it's movies on the beach or something or something interesting. Okay. Anything that's out of the norm, Mm -hmm. but still romantic and fun where we can engage and talk to each other. But something about sitting, isn't this a lot of pressure? Like when you sit down at dinner with somebody, you don't even know them and you're across from them and you're like, so... Great. (laughs) So so tell me about you. Tell me about you. What did you do? What did you do when you were? How did you grow up? Where did you grow up? Where are you from? Like something different. Like you know. Yeah, dinner in a boat at at a boat night. That that would be cool too. As long as he's not like crazy and tries to throw somebody off the boat or something. (laughs) Yeah, like maybe to other people on the boat. Right. Right. Maybe it's not his boat. You know, on a first date. Yeah. You know, like a yacht or something, and they like the Queen Mary probably has stuff. Yeah. Where you can go as a date and make it like a, you know, there's other people. And it's mm-hmm. not like his private boat where it's like, ah, date's right. gone bad. Get off the boat. Exactly. You know? Oh, a friend of mine said that this guy took her to Ciclavia, which is like a 
you, you ride bicycles. Oh, Cyclovia, yeah. Is it Cyclovia? Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's good too. Long yeah. walk in the park. But like uh, Cyclovia. I and, think so. And it was their first date and they were riding bikes together and hmm. it was just, they said, she's, they're now they're in a relationship, but wow. that's what they did for their, their first, first date. date. And they just had so much fun because there was just no pressure. Alcohol wasn't involved. I feel like alcohol kind of influences things when you're on a date. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden in the beginning of the date, you're like, he's really not all that. And then by three drinks, you're like, you know, I think I like him. Oh, he's so cute. Really it's it's that's good to go on a date where there's no alcohol involved and you're just kind of getting to know each other on mm-hmm. a sober level. That's true because then you're getting like I like him and then he's like I like you and then he's like touching you and things mm-hmm. are getting weird. Then the next day you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, did I really like him? Like, <laughs> and then you see him, you're like, whoa, yeah, no. yeah, like hmm. no, wrong, nope, that didn't, didn't work. Feel- so Can that's I, the, I have another drink? No, yeah, no. Let me just get another drink. Okay, so we talked about the ideal date. Mm-hmm. So now we've done, you've been on some bad dates. Mm. We've all had. What is the worst date you've been on? Okay, um, worst date I've been on mm-hmm. would probably be the guy that just got out of a relationship and the entire time he talked about his ex-girlfriend. And and, like, and and what a bitch she is, and you know she's this freaking bitch, and that you know whatever. I'm a, I'm a catch. I don't even. I remember just sitting across the table, going, "Check, please." Uh, wow. Hello. This guy needs to. He's not quite over his ex, and I think he might have a problem. Like, is she here? Because I feel like this is. Are they still together? Is she coming up? He was somewhere? Ba- but he was bad mouthing her, which made him look really bad. Like, it was just weird you don't the, the rule of the dating is you don't start you don't talk about your exes no especially not on a first date no and he the whole time he was talking about his ex and then he go well you're way hotter than she is well anyway but I bet you're smarter than her and I'm like you know what um <laughs> it's like okay you're you got you got some issues I see why she left you Okay. Yeah. Like, if we were to progress this, are you going to continue to talk about her? Yeah. Because I, that's not... What about you? Awkward. Like, am I on the date with her or am I on the date with you? Yeah. You know? So, yeah. I don't really know. Yeah. Um. So, tell us, what is upcoming for you? I know this is towards the end of the year, but I don't really do New Year's. I feel like every now and then you just kind of do your own evaluation, mm-hmm. you know, whenever you feel like you need to. But what is... What's coming up? What's your, what do you think is leading up for the future? What are your plans or ideas for <laughs> your next year? Well, the, the end of this year has been going out with a bang. Mm-hmm. I've been so grateful to be booking and I'm excited. I am going to be on, I'm not supposed to, I signed non-disclosure agreements. So I wish I, I would love to tell you the shows I'm going to be on, mm-hmm. but, uh, just but these stay are TV tuned. Shows that are She'll let you know. Okay. Uh, so TV shows are booked. I'll be on a CBS show on December 15th. So just watch CBS. On December 15th. No, just from sun up to sundown. You might see somebody. You in the evening. Prime time. Oh, evening. There we go. 8 o'clock, maybe. I don't, I don't know. Uh, and, maybe. So do that. And uh, then I'm going to be, I have a recurring guest star on another show. And that's been exciting. And so that's going to be airing. I have to wait till February. That's not going to air till February. So I got to wait till February. But the role is kick-ass. I'm so excited. I mean, it's a recurring guest star. I'm just thrilled to, to be a part of it. So the year is going out with a bang. I'm Good. excited. I'm excited about my future. I'm excited about two th- 2016. This is just scratching the surface of how great it's going to be. And uh, I'm, I can't wait. Got it. So where can, because we can't release it now, but where can people find you on social media oh. to find out when this is going to be released? So December 15th. Yes. In February. Yes. 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 <laughs> so where can, uh, even the question, you should put their stuff on. Oh, yeah. I am on Instagram. That's what we're going to do. So that's what, you're looking at you already ahead of the game. So if you could tell you us. You need to have your own show. I know. Look at you. Okay. So tell us where on Instagram, your Twitter, Facebook, where people can find you up to date with all this stuff and this person, people that are still on here. Okay. So they can find out. I love, she has a puppy and I'm in love with her. Okay. <laughs> so Instagram, Twitter, and uh, Periscope is I am Tiffany P. It's I am. That's who I am. <laughs> I am. Tiffany, T-I-F-F-A-N-Y, P, as in Phillips, P. Uh, and that's Instagram, Twitter, and and Periscope. Uh, fa- I have a website, TiffanyPhillips.net. On, on Facebook, I'm Tiffany Phillips. So 
Pretty, pretty easy. Pretty cool, simple. Cool, cool. Mm. So if you're watching, well, you guys are watching or listening. So then on Twitter in Periscope, it is bacon eaten Megan. So bacon, just like what you eat. Make me and, want some bacon. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I have veggie bacon because my guest earlier is like, I don't know. No, no bacon. I was oh. like, but I have veggie bacon. I do. I'm not judging of any kind of bacon. So if you she like veggie. bacon and looks like this, like that don't even make sense. Yeah, it's veggie bacon or uh, turkey uh, bacon. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I, I can't eat a lot of pork bacon. Okay, good. Yeah. I could I do not the best thing for you. I know, I know. But I do like a good pork bacon every now and then. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's the Periscope and then the Twitter and then my Instagram. It's Megan A. Weaver, M-E-G-A-N, the letter A, and then Weaver, just like the word. And then on Facebook, I am Megan Weaver for my fan page. And that will have my up-to-date podcast. That'll have Periscope. I'll do shout outs. I'll let you I'll let everybody know what you're doing. December fifteenth, I have my last guest. Well, you guys are seeing this two guests ago. Her film Chirac is coming out December fourth. So watch that. So you got a lot of watching to do and catching up. So. Oh, uh, HLN headline news. I am mm. usually a we- I'm a weekly correspondent on that. So um, every now and then you'll catch me on HLN on the Daily Share with Roxy Diaz talking a little shit. <laughs> They're asking me questions and I I give my opinion and so that's uh, but I can't tell you the days because it's kind of sporadic. So All just over. you know check out the Daily Share 10 a.m. on HLN. You could DVR it, too. Or DVR it. Yeah, I DVR a lot of stuff. So. I'm on there sporadically. Yeah, and then you'll just keep rewinding or fast-forwarding until you see your face and then stop it and watch it. Word. That's what I do. You yeah. Know? So thank you guys for tuning in and watching on Periscope, and thank you for listening on the podcast. Until next time, guys, have a wonderful rest of your happy hour. I'm already done my class. I know. <laughs> Lush. Yeah, she has to catch up. Don't judge me, guys. Don't judge me. <laughs> until, uh... You should get an interview on a hell. Oh, my God, oh. man. Imagine that. Good night. Good night. Texas girl. Yes. Oh, that's the Texas. Good night. I was like, night? Is it nighttime already? Well, good like night. It. Thank you guys for watching. Like I said, thank you guys In for Texas, listening. It's night. It, it is mm-hmm. night. Well, it's getting dark over here. You know, daylight saving. So mm-hmm. it's slowly getting darker, kind of, sort of. <laughs> so until next time, guys, thank you so much. Bye. Have a good one. Bye.